Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's episode. And today we're going to be talking about how to measure progress if you are ditching the scale. If you have broken up with the scale, you don't even want to look at it anymore because it's causing more frustration than feedback for you, then today's episode is going to be amazing. In case you don't know my personal story with the scale and my pivotal aha moment with my relationship with my personal weight, I'm going to recap that a little bit, but then I'm also going to go into some tactical ways to measure progress that don't involve the scale. Now I know there is a lot of you that are like me where you were just obsessing over it. It was causing more frustration. And there are some of you who the scale is a great piece of feedback for you. You don't have that frustration or emotional attachment when you step on the scale and see a fluctuation or you're not necessarily like progressively working towards a number and in your mind thinking, I'm not going to be happy until I see that number and obsessing over losing five pounds and then five more pounds and five more pounds and five more pounds and five more pounds, right? So I get it. If you have a healthy relationship with the scale, that is absolutely amazing. And it should be used as just feedback. And it shouldn't be something that we feel emotional about when we step on. But we as women, whether it's wanting to gain weight or lose weight, we can feel the way that we do about the scale. But when it's no longer serving us anymore, it's empowering to get rid of it. So a little bit about me and my story I was obsessively using the scale after having my second child. After having my first, my body bounced back to my pre-pregnancy weight. Obviously, it aesthetically looked very different, but I bounced back to my pre-pregnancy weight. After having my second, I dropped the weight pretty quickly after giving birth, like it's very typical to, but then my weight sat at around a certain number that was about 20 to 30 pounds heavier than where I was comfortable at. You know, in my 20s, I sat at around a particular number and where I'm at right now is at about 20 to 30 pounds more than that. And for me, my brain just kept going, get back to that number, get back to that number, get back to that number. Because if you're not at that number, then you're obviously holding on to body. And I was talking with my bestie, Lauren, and it was here on the podcast, actually. And she was talking about how she is about 20 to 30 pounds. I'd have to go back and listen to the episode for the exact number 
away from where she was pre-kids. And I was like, wait, what? Because I know when I look at her body and she looks absolutely amazing and fit and she's got the most amazing like glutes and hamstrings and her muscle tone and definition is just killer, right? And I look at her body now and I knew her back then, like 10 years ago, and I would have never thought that there was that much of a weight difference. And for me, I was like, if I have a weight difference, it must be a fat percentage, a body fat percentage different difference. And that is absolutely not true. You guys, when we step on the scale, it is just it is just a measure of the gravity that is pushing down on our body, right? And so I was also working with my mindset mentor, Lauren, another Lauren, about this. And she was talking, I was just really talking about how I was so frustrated with where my weight is at, where my weight is stuck. And she was like, okay, you at the physique that you want, that weight that you want, the size of pant that you want, do you even care about what the scale says? And I'm like, no, when I get to that number that I've kept in my head as like this pivotal number, when I get to that number, I'm not even gonna care what the scale is gonna think. I'm not even gonna step on the scale. Even if I fluctuate five-ish pounds, give or take around that number, I'm not gonna care. And she was like, okay, then you need to not care right now and you're gonna stop weighing yourself. And I, you guys, had been weighing myself pretty much daily for over a year, probably more like a year and a half, and I was terrified too. Because I'm like, how do I know if I'm losing weight then? How do I know if I'm progressing towards my desired outcome of losing body fat? How do I know if I'm making progress? How do I know if I'm not gaining more weight, right? And so all these thoughts went through my head and I ditched the scale in January. I didn't even want to step in on it in February or I think I stepped on it once in March and I wasn't really surprised that it was where it was. And then I stepped on it again right before Easter this year and I did. I was able to step on it with a neutral attitude, attitude because I now measure progress differently without it. So let's talk about how do you measure progress differently without the scale? And I know there's so many basic things that you guys probably already know, like taking pictures, taking measurements, looking at how your clothing is feeling and using those things as tools and measurements of if you are progressing towards your goals. But something I encourage you to think about is when we are setting ourselves to the scale. We're wanting to measure an outcome, right? When you're wanting to work out to fit into a size six or a size four or whatever it is, or hit a number on the scale or like a certain measurement around your waist, you're really working for an outcome and you're, you're measuring an outcome. But the shift that I would encourage you to make is start measuring the action, Start measuring the things. Start measuring the little steps that will lead to the outcome because sometimes that outcome is not in our control. Sometimes that outcome may not even be possible for us anymore. It may, that outcome may put us into a 
unhealthy place. We may get to that outcome and still not like what we see. So when you change from wanting and measuring an outcome, like a number on the scale, a number on a clothing, or a number on a measurement, you then start measuring the action. So the habits, right? What are some of those what are some of those things that you can do to get towards your goals and measure those things? Things like consistently lifting four times a week, getting in 10,000 steps per day. Are you feeling higher energy? I know in my feminine fitness programs, I encourage my ladies to have an energy, an energetic check-in with themselves. It sounds fancy, but it literally takes like five minutes and not even five minutes, but just becoming aware of their energy mid-afternoon and when they're tucking themselves into bed. How is your energy? Strength, you know, you can measure when you're weight training, you can look at progress in a different light. If you're strength training and you've never deadlifted a certain amount of weight, you can progressively see that the action that you're taking is leading to strength. Maybe it's push-ups. Maybe right now you can't do 10 push-ups on your toes, but you're working towards it. And then maybe one week you can do three on your toes and seven on your knees. And the next weeks you could do five on your toes and five on your knees. And you're progressively working up to getting... 10 push-ups on your toes. I did a program forever ago, but I still love it. It's in within Beachbody On Demand called Shalene Extreme. Before I was into weight training at all, I was just a Shalene Johnson junkie and I'd done all of her turbo workouts and I was like, oh, I had no idea she had this strength training program. And that was the catalyst of me falling in love with strength training. And in that program, she starts like, Having you look at, are you lifting heavier? Were you lifting your five pound dumbbells last week and now you're moving up to eights or tens? Or are you were you lifting tens and now you're up to 15s? Are you really trying to progress to even heavier dumbbells? And then it was Shalene Extreme that brought that measurement of like, by the end of this program, you're gonna be doing push-ups on your toes. And by the end of that program, I was doing push-ups on my toes. So I was measuring the action, not necessarily the outcome. So a lot of times, like I said, with weight training, you can see this within what weights you're grabbing, push-ups, pull-ups, some ounces of water, you know, like setting that goal, more water, more weight loss. You know, if you're if you're wanting to get rid of extra water weight, you want to be focusing on drinking more water so you can rid of that extra water weight, right? And so I want to just encourage, I hope that just gives you like a few ideas towards like, what are some things that I could measure that's action related, not outcome related in seeing Am I seeing progress towards my goal? Pictures are huge too. And I want to leave with a paraphrase of a meme that I saw on Instagram because it was so good. And the meme was, if you are 25 years old and you look at a picture of your 15-year-old self and you think, man, I wish I had that body. If you are 35 and you look at a picture of your 25 year old self and think man I wish I could go back and have that body then your body was never the problem 
Your body was never the problem. If you have been somebody that in your teens and in your 20s and in your 30s have been hard on the way that your body physically looks and then you fondly look back at that version of you, your body was never the problem. And it lies within your mindset and how you honor your body right now. And when you take that stress off of your body, if you take that mental talk and that stressful talk that produces stress hormones like cortisol, and when your body is high in cortisol, your body is going to hang on to body fat, not burn through body fat. Your mind is self-sabotaging you, sister. And that might sound woo-woo, but it is broken down by science because the awful stressful thoughts that we are thinking about our food choices, our body appearance, or whatever it is, is translating and sending the same signals as actual real life threats. Our body doesn't know how to implicate like, oh, she's just ticked at herself for eating too much, or she's just ticked at herself because she's gained 15 pounds since the, the pandemic happened. Or if it's like, oh my gosh, there is famine going on. It triggers the same stress response. And when those stress response happens, hanging on to excess weight is going to happen. That's how our body responds to protect us in a way. I do have a podcast episode based on stress, so I will link that down below. But your body may not be the problem. And so I encourage you to do some really deep mindset work. And this is what I do with my one-on-one clients. And this is what I do in the Feminine Fitness Program. And I do have two openings for the spring and summer to have exclusive one-on-one client work. You're going to get access to the Feminine Fitness Program. And then you're going to get two months of one-on-one work with me where we will schedule one-on-one calls. We'll look at your lifestyle, your routine, your regimen, your hormones, your cycle, and we will come up with a plan that works best with your lifestyle. I think the thing that differentiates me from other coaches is I do not focus on the negative habits that you have. I don't tell you to cut X, Y, and Z out. I always am teaching from the place of empowerment and like this is what you want to add into your life, into your routine, into your nutrition, into your lifestyle, into your workouts to support your feminine cycle and then work with your body instead of against your body towards your goals. You'll also have email access to me. So if you are you know, in between our calls struggling with something, you can email me and you are priority to me during the two months of us working together. In addition to that, you're going to get every my four-week training program. You're going to get an a eight-week video series that walks you through everything from cycle syncing, nutrition, workouts, this mindset piece, and metabolism. So you can start slowly increasing calories while maintaining and and having a healthy body weight instead of constantly decreasing, constantly suppressing your metabolism. We want to start supporting your metabolism, okay? And that is what we work on in the Feminine Fitness Program. So you can look at those programs in my Instagram bio. The Feminine Fitness Foundations is a self 
paced course and the feminine fitness program is the one that includes the program, the course, the training program, and the one-on-one work with me. And I have two spots open this spring for one-on-one clients. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I truly do appreciate it and I will talk to you next time.